This show is being brought to you by Odds Hacker, OddsHacker.com, analysis for every game. Odds Hacker provides you with detailed analysis for each individual game, including weather, year-to-date statistics, advanced stats, matchup history, and more. Your choice of 15 picks per week. You get the spread, you get the total, and the money line picks for up to five games each week from all available sports. So if you're interested in any kind of betting, fantasy power rankings, season previews of prop bet recommendations, go to oddshacker.com. That's oddshacker.com for premium membership plans, including certified picks and fantasy performance projections. So once again, oddshacker.com, sports analytics brought to you at a premium rate. Now on to our show. The South's oldest rivalry is what they call it. But this year's contest could be called the Disappointment Bowl. Two teams that once had high aspirations are now scuffling for a win. Two class at coaches looking for answers. Bowl game season is in play today, so bring your hard hat. War damn eagle to the day I die. Well, I'm packing up my game and I'm going head out west Where real women come equipped with scripts and fake press Find a nest in the hills, chill like Flint Buy an old drop top, find a spot to pit Then I'm Welcome to the D1 Sports Talk Podcast This is your boy Tight Tight One half of the D1 Sports Talk Podcast duo We got Coach with us Coach, they've been asking about you What's happening? What's going on, my boy? Another week in the books End of high school football for coach. Football man, you went, you went, you went right to it, coach. Because I was gonna, hey, tell, I was gonna let the people know that say, hey, go. We recording a little earlier today, uh, so we got a little bit more energy and a little bit more juice. This not eleven o'clock Eastern or twelve o'clock midnight recording. Well, football season is over with for coach. We went out uh, Friday night. To a, to a, a, a disappointment, a drubbing, forty-two to three. A shout out to the McGill Tula and Yellow Jackets for putting us in our place and sending us fishing. Usually uh, during this time, I'm usually at the high school Sunday night coaches meetings, uh, sitting down watching film and game planning for the next week's uh, contest. But that is now over with. So uh, I, I was able. My kids are subdued right now. So uh, I, I was able to find a little quiet corner in the house to go ahead and get, get recording in a little earlier this week. Well, we were able to get on that. So, Coach, I sent you a text message on Saturday morning talking about we would be able to record a little bit earlier today. Since the score was 42-3, to three, I, figured that, I figured that you had gotten over the 24-hour rule and it was okay for me to, to start looking looking towards to – to recording and, and, and D1 Sports Talk podcast talk. Yeah, I was fine. It, it was just one of those games where when, 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 when a team gets the momentum, they don't relinquish it. And uh, that's pretty much what happened to us Friday night. But uh, like I said, shout out to McGill. Uh, they came out and played one heck of a ball game. Um, and uh, best of luck to them the rest of the way in the playoffs. 
Are they that uh, good? Are they that good? The thing that's interesting about McGill is most teams, once you get this deep in the playoffs, you'll find that they are they have even even one, you know, big time playmaker or or, or standout guy. And the thing that intrigues me about McGill is they they don't really have that kid. They don't really have that. Well, they, big got time. A number, they got a number one that's supposed to be all world down there. That's uh-huh. what I number one. That's what I was told. He was all world and Optimus Club uh, Player of the Week. Does some really tremendous, outstanding work outside the game of football Monday through Friday. So I thought he was. <laughs> I thought he was a guy that was going to be able to come down there and be they standout guy. Well, uh, if if it's the kid, I think you're referring to. Uh, seeing this young man as a fullback, I want to say on kick return. Uh, I know one. I they threw a quick screen to him. I think one time, and uh, I mean he he got tackled for a no yard gain. I, I don't really know what his whole game stats were, but I didn't really recall a a number one kind of ripping us up. You know, even though we got a, we had a lot of people ripping up on us, I don't really recall a number one, but. You know, the, the thing that intrigues me the most about them is how they play together as a team. Uh, defensively, they got a unit that everybody flies to the football. Again, not really one standout guy. Offensively, you know, they have a quarterback who pretty much gets the ball out of his hand to their playmakers, make good reads in the um, zone read game, and a guy that can run it himself. Uh, so that's what intrigues me about them. Um, are they that good? Um Hey, they beat us pretty good, so I, I guess so. It's been a long time since they've been this deep. This Friday night will be the final four in 7A. McGill will be taking on Central Phoenix City, who was oh, the region champions from our region. Yeah, so, so they still uh, in there, huh? They still in it. Where uh, is that be game very, being playing at? That game will be played in Phoenix City, Alabama, and I'm going to try to do everything I can to get out there and check that contest out Friday night. Who are the other two teams in, in 7A football in, in state Alabama that will be playing? Up north, uh, it's going to come down to a rivalry game between two city two teams that share the same city, Hoover and Spain Park, brother on brother, next Friday night uh, for the right to go to the state championship game. Open North Alabama. Well, at least, Cole, you was able to go to church service this morning. I'm sure you was able to go to church service. Is that accurate? I did not. I did not. <laughs> I did not. I don't understand. Why Why wasn't you able to get up this morning? I was told that your wife was able to make the church service today. She made I specifically it. She made asked, it. I specifically asked if Coach was going to be at the church service this morning, and I was told that you were not there. I was not there. I was at home playing with my kids. Something I haven't been able to do in a long time. I spent a lot of time with my kids and my family. We went out last night as a family, went bowling yesterday. Uh, first time my two-year-old ever got on the lanes. So that was good to see. And we went and get something to eat and uh, just been trying to catch up, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get into the Christmas spirit now. About to get ready to start taking down some, taking out my ornaments and trees and get my Clark Griswold on. So uh, 
trying to play catch up right now. So I, I did not attend service this morning. That's very disappointing, Cole. You could have played with your kids after church service. Ah, uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I have not. What can I say? I ain't got no excuse. That very disappointing, Coach. We I specifically asked. I said, "Well, Coach doesn't have to go to. Coach doesn't have to go to uh, to practice this morning. He don't have to live the huddle life this morning. So the expectation was that you would be in in service this morning. So, Coach, I was a little disappointed. Well, uh, when my wife got home, I, I I had got word from about three or four people that said, "Tell Coach," I said. So I was like, I knew I was in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, coach, I got a few shout outs, coach. Coach, I got hey, a few go. listeners. Go ahead, I man. got a few listeners, coach, that were listening, uh, that's been listening to the show. Uh, they've been following with the sport, the uh, the scoreboard. So I like to shout out to the minor high school uh, for their victory Friday night. Uh, they. They did beat Muscle Shoals, Alabama, and we'll be advancing to the to the round of three. Uh, we received a, a scoreboard entry from Minor High School. Shout out to the head basketball coach over at Minor High School, Coach Williams, coach, who, who was my high school quarterback as well as my little league quarterback. I've been knowing him for years. He's the head basketball coach over there at Minor and we like to shout out his program for the scoreboard entry. We also like to shout out, uh, this is Coach, back in 1995, one of our listeners uh, wanted me to say this is the 20-year anniversary of the 1995 Tuscaloosa uh, High School football team. Uh, they they, they celebrating their 25-year anniversary for winning the the state championship, and we like to make certain we acknowledge them for their accomplishments, Coach. Quick, good luck to Minor. They about to take on what some people consider the number one team in the state, all class, Clay Chalkville. Look like Minor going to be at home, so I wish them the best of luck to knocking off the, the Giants. Well, good luck to Minor again. I, uh, I know the head basketball coach over there, he's a good guy. And we want to make certain we, we shout them out. And, again, the Central Falcons are celebrating their 25-year state championship. And we want to make certain we shout those guys out as well, Coach. Uh, one last thing. I, I saw somebody hit us up on Instagram and, and asked, when does basketball season start for Coach? The answer to that question is never. <laughs> <laughs> coach. Coach does not dabble in all things round ball. I'm a lover of the game. I uh, love to watch it. Uh, I think it's poetry in motion. But if the world depended on Coach hitting the layup, we'll all be dead. <laughs> Go, we got to uh, think about how we going to – that's another uh, another <laughs> aspect. We will be interviewing and we will be looking for uh, considering a third addition to D1 Sports Talk around basketball and other these other seasons. Uh, we will be able to talk about recruiting on this show. Uh, we'll be able to talk about a few things on this show. But if you're expecting this show to turn into a, a basketball-dominated show, uh, you might want to change podcasts because we are not that. <laughs> Next up for coach will be track. That's another sport coach, coach, coach. 
We'll be starting indoor track season here pretty soon. So I'll be in the Birmingham area a lot during indoor track season for all our indoor meets. Uh, we are the defending 7A indoor champion. And, and, and the, the runners up for the uh, 2000, we're the 2014, 15 outdoor runners up. We're going to see if we can possibly win another championship this year and uh, uh, see what kind of score we can put on the track. So track is the next sport up for coach, not basketball. Well, well, again, thank you to the listeners for pointing that out. Uh, we would like to um, move on our segment. Uh, and before I move it on, uh, before I forget, I would like to say, when we drop this particular show, uh, Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated, who I am a proud member of, uh, will be celebrating their Founders Day on the day we release this show. So I'd like to shout out to all the bros, all the Omegas that listen to this show and support this show. Happy Founders Day, bros. Coach, woof, woof. Nah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that, coach. You're going to have a lot of haters out there now. Coach, you're going to have a lot of haters out there, coach. I, I experienced that over the weekend, and I look forward to, <laughs> coach, I look forward to us talking about the outcome of this weekend and, and, the, and, oh, the, no doubt, and the tragedy that went on uh, over the weekend. Uh, because I was sitting on fleet this weekend. So, yeah. so they, yeah. they're getting into the disappointment, Coach. All right. My first disappointment uh, of the weekend, uh, I had to take this back a couple weeks ago. Uh, uh, so this is a double disappointment to the refs, cameramen, replay announcers, the sky cam, the, the, the official that talks to the, 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 the the commentators on the rules of the Miami Duke game. Come on, son. First of all, let me tell you something, son. Why because are you going since, back to that? Because since that debacle, Duke has been on a three-game losing streak. So they, 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 they season is in disarray. They cannot seem to get their footing after that debacle that happened with Miami. So I really, I really don't know what to point it to, and since that is one of the biggest travesties in college football this year, I'm just gonna put it on that game. So uh, disappointment, highly disappointed in the way that Duke Miami game turned out. Uh, my next disappointment goes out to Utah. We started off so good, and you know we kind of hit a skid there for a moment, and you know we had a chance to get back in it. This Saturday night, you know, with the way Stanford played, and we still lose to Rich Rod and the Arizona Wildcats. Utah, if you ever want to seize the moment, that was your chance. So, uh, Stanford no, called. No, it ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody not built to be on top, Coach. And that goes to Clemson. You better be on high alert. Cheese nip is coming. Cheese nip no is doubt. coming. I called no it, Coach. I called it. No doubt. Stanford. In a day and age where everybody want to run the spread, you know, we both teams lining up in three, four wide the whole game. 
you get in shotgun on the goal line, get in shotgun on the one, uh, 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 risking all these big time, snapping it back to the quarterback. Stanford was the one team in America that did it like your granddaddy like it. Lined up, toe-to-toe, splits toe-to-toe, play you in a phone booth and say, my man better than your man. And in the world we live in today, you would you you would you wouldn't think that they will have two costly quarterback to center exchanges that could that cost them a football game. So disappointed in the way uh, that Stanford Stanford handled that. And then on the second fumble, they they had a different center in there. Uh, Stanford Coach Shaw. Y'all need to have the snappers and the quarterbacks out 10 minutes early at practice this week, making sure everybody getting snaps with the centers and make sure the centers getting the snap back before they step forward. Highly disappointed in that. My last disappointment, it go to my co-host, tight, tight. Uh-oh. <laughs> Kurt Herb Street and Lee Corso and Manti Teo. <laughs> What do all these people have in common? They are all, oh, and I want to add Neve to it. What do all these guys have in common? They've all been catfished. <laughs> tight, tight. What did, I, what did I do? Kurt and Lee Corso were all catfished by Les Miles and the LSU Tigers into thinking that they would be a national championship contender this year. And in two weeks in a row, they have shown their true colors of a team that looks like Tarzan, but plays like James. Shout out to Leonard Fournette for being the only true baller on the LSU football team. Harris did play a great game this weekend, but LSU's passing game as a whole is in depth. And that's my last disappointment for the week. That's a good one, Coach. That's a good one. I take credit for that. I, I, I stand up and I acknowledge myself because LSU, you do deserve to be a bit disappointment. Uh, you gonna add me to that list, Coach? You should have gave me an honorable mention. <laughs> I don't deserve to be a part of it. I, I feel like I could have been an honorable mention this week, but I do acknowledge and I stand up that I was rooting for uh, Louisiana State University. And, and since that debacle, as, as you like to say, debacle, uh, since that debacle, uh, they have not recovered from Derrick Henry, uh, that offensive running game of Alabama, or the the great wall of Tuscaloosa, the front seven uh, down at Alabama. So I, I, I do acknowledge that. My disappointment this week, go, Coach, I'm going to be all over the board. Some of them are related to college football. Others are related to events that happened over the weekend. This is our show. We can do whatever the hell we want to do. No doubt. Disappointment goes out to college game day. Bruh. Coach, college game day has been listening to D1 Sports Talk podcast. Obviously, they decided to take one of our segments the last two weeks. And, and, and incorporated to their show. Coach, they wanted to talk about Gene Chizik, a cheese nip, as we like to call him, and the fantastic job that he's doing at North Carolina. 
Coach, I think that's a segment that we talked about last week, um, and they decided that they wanted to utilize that for they show, their show. And um, all I say, uh, College Game Day, if you're going to use our segments and our talking points, please credit us. <laughs> Just give us our credit. The next disappointment goes out to the DNC. Coach, you know what the DNC is? No, hook me up, hook me up. The Democratic Nominating Committee uh, for housing a debate on Saturday night during college football. Coach, they decided that they wanted to have a debate, the Democratic Party, during the Oklahoma-Baylor game, the LSU-Arkansas game, <laughs> The University of Houston Memphis game, the South Florida versus Temple game, they felt like that was a good time to house a debate on CBS. Well, you know that prime time. Go CBS, the Democratic uh, Convention. All you guys deserve a big disappointment for doing that. Uh, the the next big disappointment. Uh, goes out to coach coach Coach, i watch a lot of tv and and specifically uh you know during the commercials you might during the football game you might see a few commercials i have no idea what this geico peter pan commercial is coach but but geico and peter pan you deserve a bit disappointment for putting that together i don't know what that means somebody when he flying around at the at the the reunion yeah he flying around (laughs) go What they got to do with it? <laughs> they got they got you Peter Pan who you, look like he's twelve years old. You don't look a day over seventy. <laughs> what they got to do with anything? Go, go, why, go, why, go, why, go, got Peter Pan flying around, and uh, I don't need to understand it. Go, I don't know, cause. but you see it so much. You see it so much, Coach. I just. I saw it so much this weekend. I was like, "What? what, what this goes on? This is going on the on the disappointment list." Uh, and then also, coach, you mentioned most of them. Coach, you mentioned Shaw um, over at Stanford. That was your perfect opportunity to make a bowl game. You you refused to 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 make yourself relevant. So you're gonna look to disappoint Notre Dame in a few weeks. Uh, but coach Shaw. Uh, and and the Stanford, you guys go on the disappointment list. Uh, Utah, you on the disappointment list. UCLA, you get on the disappointment list. All you guys get on the disappointment list. Uh, and then lastly, Coach, I like to add to the disappointment list, Coach. Guy that you and I both know. Uh. He, he he listens to the last part of the show weekly, um, thinking that's going to give him a competitive advantage in, in a game that you and I are involved in. And weekly we talk about this on the show. We, we, we bring our listeners and our audience into our college pick'ems, Coach. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a game that we play on ESPN that allows us to rank 10 games per week. Uh, in order of confidence, with ten being the your greatest level of confidence and one being your your lowest level of confidence between those teams, coach. Friend of ours to the show, 
decided that he wanted to use some type of some type of uh, get into my head strategy, coach. And he tried shake to get, he tried to shape bit. me up a little bit, coach. So he decided to go on and change his name from Gus was Catfish to the 2015 College Pick'em Champion, coach. He had the audacity to make that change last weekend, a week ago today. You know what that called, don't you? What's that called, Coach? He crowned himself. He, a week ago today, he decided to crown himself, Coach. And, Coach, after I say this, Coach, all I hear in my head is, How do I say goodbye? That's what I hear in my head, Coach. To the producer of the show, as as, as I as I play this part, Coach, please add that, that voice to me. Because, Coach, on Thursday, as you are well aware, this individual decided to start a texting beat, Coach. He decided to to try to bully me over text message. Uh, he tried to use a tactic that that many would, would, would say was bullying, intimidation, uh threatening me on, on Thursday, Coach, this past week. <laughs> Since I was backed into a corner, Coach, I, 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 Coach, I decided to fight back. I decided to to stand up for myself because I wasn't going to say anything, Coach. And I apologize for taking this long because this is something that's personal and passionate to me. So, Coach, may I, have, may I take my time, Coach? Go ahead, cause I just want to say Tom Brady is a boss. I seen that joker. He just threw an interception. Boss. So, so coach, so coach. Uh, Thursday, he decided to try to intimidate and bully me, coach, and just talk about how great and how how he was gonna win college pickle. Fast forward to Saturday night, coach. Uh, he was embarrassed in college pickle. As a matter of fact, Coach, there was in one point during the, during the evening where he only had 12 points. Coach, when the University of Houston decided they would take control of the University of Houston and Memphis game and win that game, Coach, that pretty much sealed the deal for me. Even though we still had two more weeks to go, Coach, uh, this individual is down by 24 points. And the reason why he's on the best disappointment list, Coach, for this week, because he, because when I decided to remind him of the way he acted on Thursday, Coach, he couldn't take it. He showed very little class. Uh, he decided that he would, he 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 didn't have any class or style about himself, Coach. Uh, and, and so because of that and because he, he had, he didn't have any class, I wanted to add him to the dis, to the, to the disappointment list. There you go. Go. what'd you think about that? That series of tech, you saw the series of tech message since Thursday. Uh, can you add some commentary to, to what you thought about the old series of tech messages? All I'm going to say is. 
my commentary was, this is not going to end well. <laughs> if you can't stand your heat, get your butt out of the kitchen. I just felt very good about the fact that it wasn't going to end well for somebody. Was I wrong? Never hit the end of it. Was I, was I wrong, Coach? Well, I, I wouldn't say you were wrong. Uh, no, you weren't wrong. And congratulations to you. Congratulations to you. Did I do anything that prior to Thursday that I did I do anything to to cause that type of reaction? Not that I can recall. Not that I can recall. So I didn't initiate or I didn't start any of that, did I? I don't think so. I don't think so. I just want to make certain, I, because because I was making it a conscious effort. Not coach in the past, there have been opportunities where I have have lost the first place, so I didn't want to say anything. So I just wanted to continue to put my head down, continue to make picks weekly, and do my best. And we still got two more weeks. It's not to say that I've won. You know, I have a very comfortable lead going into week, going into next week's picks. But it was very, it was pretty disrespectful, and it was pretty bad based off of of what I saw and the way and, and the way I was treated on Thursday. And because I decided to to fight the bullet back, he can't take it, Coach. More to the store, if a bullet come at you, hit him in the mouth. Coach, coach. On, to, on to the shout out. On to the shout out. So Coach, we got a very special guest that just called into the show. Who we got, my boy? Coach, you ready to bring him on? None other than. Don't put your hands on me. We got Joey on the show. Joey, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Second time on the show. Ready to do this. Coach, Joey, you just. Joe, you just Not missed, much, man. Yeah, well, Joe, you just missed um, the disappointments. Uh, we had a very special segment on the disappointments. Uh, I think you would be entertained by, but we was able to, for lack of better words, hit a bullet back in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to add to that, Coach? Coach, Coach what I say, Coach? Whenever a bullet come poking at you and, and bag into a corner, what you got to do, Coach? Hit him in the mouth. And that's what we just did. We just hit a bully in the mouth. Y'all just hit a bully in the mouth? Yeah. We just hit What you're saying? Ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun? Ain't no fun when the <laughs> rabbit got the gun. We just hit a bully in the mouth, Joe. And the moral of the story is that uh, you, Joe, Omar Little, not again, energy, big eye beauty, uh, D nut for president, Coke's time. We were all catfished. We were all catfished to believe that we would that that there would be another uh, individual that would win the 2015 college pick'em, uh, college pick'em for our group coach, and we was catfished, and we just wanted to make certain that whenever someone come at you, you got to hit him in the mouth. <laughs> we got it, my boy. We got it. Let's go on to these shout-outs. Uh, Coach, shout-outs. Go ahead. Shout-out. Shout-out to Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma State, Iowa, and Houston 
the last of the undefeated. Okay, can I hear everybody say let's go champ one time? Can I hear let's go champ? Can I hear let's go champ? Let's go champ. Germany. Let's go champ. Shout out to them putting in work uh, all throughout the season. Uh, my next shout out goes to the Arkansas defense for putting up great effort against LSU, Les Miles. Uh, holding Leonard Fournette under 100 yards, rushing outstanding job by by Brett Bielema and the Arkansas Razorbacks. My next shout-out go to Keenan Reynolds. 81 career touchdowns, most in uh, FBS history. Navy uh, quarterback. Navy quarterback, Keenan Reynolds. Shout-out to that young man. My next shout-out goes to Grambling State. North Carolina A&T, shout out to you right there. These two teams are still undefeated in the SWAC and the MEAC, respectively, uh, looking like they're going to be bumping heads in the championship game. So shout out to those two teams. And my last shout out goes to a team that we all know very well, but I think we may have forgotten about a little bit. Shout out to the Jacksonville State Gamecocks. Remember the Jacksonville State Gamecocks? Team that almost beat our beloved Auburn University Tigers. They are eight and one on the season, right number one in the FCS. So congratulations to them. A lot of times, you know, when a team get close to beating a FBS school, a lot of times it's 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 hard for them to get their head wrapped around back what they're doing. They get complacent in a way. But Jacksonville State has not done that. They, they have taken what, what they've learned from that Auburn game and they'll use it throughout the season. And right now they're looking pretty good heading into the playoffs. So uh, they're a state team, so best of luck to them. And uh, go get them. And well, my Coach, shout out. Well, well, Coach, I said that, Coach. I said that uh, on, the, on the week that we won that game in overtime that that was a hard-fought victory knowing that we were going against a high-caliber offense and a, and a big-time defense led by – uh, BC Reigns on Sigla, uh, so so I'm not surprised that at, at, at the shout out, uh, I expected that from those guys. Well, you know that was an Auburn high kid that started on that defense too. Well, I, I know that coach. All right, well you ain't shout him out. Well, 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 who is? I did not know that. I thought little Michael Fanning. Well, shout him out. Shit, this well, you had an opportunity shout to out, shout him shout out. out to little Michael Fanning, aka Dink. Shout out Dink. Oh, you can't you can't sit up there. <laughs> I don't know it. You 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 had the shout out. I'm just saying you making it sound like Sigler leading the defense. Well, he is. Coach. They say he's so they they say he's so a they third only lost coach. to is in an overtime to a division the FBS. That's it. That is correct, Joe. You are correct. Eight and one mean they got one loss. I believe you saw the one loss. I missed that when I saw the end of it. The overtime. Uh, coach, I forgot one. One disappointment, Coach, I want to make certain I get this in there before uh, I allow Joey to give his shout-outs. But, Coach, one disappointment goes to Ronda Rousey. Uh, that was a very disappointment display of of uh, fighting on Saturday night. Um, she was embarrassed. And uh, hopefully uh, one of you guys, if not, I would definitely give a shout-out to Holly Holm for the outstanding job that she did. Joey, would you like to participate in shout-outs this week? Yeah, I got a couple of shout-outs. Uh, piggyback off coach a little bit. Shout-out to Keenan Reynolds. Yes! Randy Watson! <laughs> that boy is good. Uh, with the 81 total touchdowns. 
Uh, the man should probably go to the Heisman ceremony, get the old Navy Army folks back in there. You know, they used to dominate it back in the day, early days of the Heisman. So uh, I like to put in a vote for him to get there, be on the big stage. Thanks for the history lesson, Joe. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I'll try to bring that out. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Oklahoma uh, for winning uh, the big game against Baylor probably putting the Big 12 also. Shout out Big 12. Probably putting themselves into the playoffs with the Pac-12 uh, eliminating themselves this weekend. I really like that kid Mayfield where his uh, emotions on his sleeve. He is a high-character quarterback. I enjoy him. <laughs> Shout out to Mizzou, Gary Pinkle for all the things that's been going on. Uh, him backing his football team, big win against BYU. Uh, the team celebrated with him, calling him GP something. I couldn't understand what the rest of it was, but they had a big uh, victory for him. Uh, to send him out. I know they got a couple of games left, but a uh, big week, uh, a lot of stuff going on. So I, I enjoyed that and the team bonding together. And uh, shout out to the Houston Cougs with the backup quarterback coming Go in Cougs. 20 Go points Cougs. down, 20 points down in the fourth quarter, beating Memphis. I'll piggyback off you on that one, Coach. And shout out to the UNC Tar Heels. Uh, they seem to be bringing the basketball to the football field. I believe they won by 55 points. So shout out to Cheese Nip and the UNC Tar Heels. Amen. <laughs> we got go. We got Joe on the show, Co. Go. I got my shout out. Shout out goes to the Vanderbilt Commodores. Okay, can I hear everybody say let's go champ one time? Can I hear let's go champ? Can I hear let's go champ? Let's go champ. Germany. Let's go champ. Let's go champ. Guess what Auburn and Vanderbilt got in common this season, Coach? Tell me about it. They both got two SEC victories. Shout out to Vandy. Shout out to U of H for the outstanding job they did. Uh, sealing that victory on Saturday night not only allowed them to remain undefeated, but I think it, it, it almost crowned me, Coach. It almost crowned me to be the college pick'em champ for 2015. Coach, I am the real college pick'em champ, and I am sitting on fleek. Uh, I don't want to continue along some of the shout-outs you guys gave. I got one more honorable mention shout-out. Uh, this has nothing to do with the game of football. Uh, this goes all the way back to uh, 2010, I believe it was the year, Coach and Joey. But I like to give an honorable mention shout out to the MJ of Turkey. He decided that on this week he will be retiring from the game of basketball. Uh, we all love MJ, uh, and so does Turkey. They love their MJ. Shout out to the MJ of Turkey. Turkaloo for the outstanding work he was able to give the National Basketball Association. Amen. Uh, so he's gone. He ain't with the Clippers. He gone. He retired. Oh man. He was, in, he was, was playing in Toronto. He was playing in Toronto and he retired. He done. So shout out to the to the to the to the MJ of Turkey. Uh that concludes our disappointments and shout outs. Anybody want to add a, a disappointment or anything that or a shout out that we may have forgotten? Oh, oh, shout out uh, to my Little League. Uh, um, I just finished up my Little League football season. Uh, the uh, Buckhorn uh, Bucks, they beat the uh, sophomore in the sophomore division where I coached in. They won the championship game. They knocked off the undefeated team. Uh, so they ended up winning the championship. 
I believe their record ended up being uh, five and three. So good shout out to them and a shout out to the Hazel Green Trojans of the junior division. Uh, they also beat the uh, number one team in the junior division that was undefeated this weekend. So a lot of undefeateds went down here in the Little League football. Which is a great transition to Little League Tip of the Week. Coach, I have a Little League Tip of the Week. Um, did you have anything you wanted to add it, or would you like to rock with my Little League Tip of the Week that week? Go ahead with it, bro. Coach, we all know that this is the time of year that we having banquets, uh, we having receptions. Uh, we are ending the Little League football season. And with those ending of those seasons, we have uh, receptions that we're going to go to, trophy ceremonies uh, that we will participate in to, uh, that you will be attending uh, to give your kid that participation trophy or what have you. Coaches, America, parents, do not use the literally reception or banquet to holler at the woman or the man you've been interested in all season. This is not an opportunity for you to go and quote-unquote spit game. <laughs> this is an opportunity for you, for the kids to go and celebrate the final game of the season. You've had all year, if that was something you was interested in, Outside of the outside of the game of practice, to to step to that young lady, that young woman, do not use the banquet ceremony to holler at or to go and try to get a number. And lastly, uh, there are gonna be a lot of situations where you might not have liked someone throughout the whole year. Do not use the trophy ceremony or the reception to have a fight. This is an opportunity for the kids, once again, to get their trophies, uh, to celebrate the, the football season. Uh, we do not need uh, them having a fight. Uh, in the words of Coach, keep it professional. Keep it professional. Anything it you want to add to that, Coach? Yeah. Uh, another reason we cannot do this, coaches, is because you never know what the future lies. Lies ahead for you in the future. I know some of y'all will be going on to different sports, and you know, some of y'all will be picking up the round ball in the next couple of weeks. You know, if that parent just so happened to be on your team, that this presents you with a whole nother bag of problems. You got to start making time, playing time for this child because you're hollering at the mama. All right, you never know what lies next football season. And you might have your new girl by then, but then that she want to still holler at you. It just opened up too many cans of worms. So I concur with, with my co-hosts here. Keep it professional at the banquets. Uh, conduct yourself with class. Get in, get out. Get in, get out. Keep it professional. Keep it professional. Well, one of us a way around it. You know, one of you trying to uh, whole workouts, you know, you might have to talk to the mama to make sure that she get the son to come to the workout. <laughs> You're trying to establish the son as being a good athlete. You want to build off his potential. Well, that is something that you that is something that you 
talk to all the parents about you don't just pick this woman child out just cause she yeah, cause she she wiggle when she walk. <laughs> well no, coach, you you ain't just picking her out, but you know, you might make her your main priority because her son need a little special help. So you just want to make sure that you make sure that son get the help that he need. Well, 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 well there's only one reason you're going to step to this woman. You're you going to step to her because of her son or because of her. It ain't going to half and half. It's half and half, coach. You got to straddle the fence. Oh, <laughs> keep, keep, keep it professional, Joey. <laughs> keep it professional. Uh, anything else we want to talk about with the little league tip of the week? I think that's a good one, though. I think right, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Let, let, let's get into the top four. Uh, Joey, can you get a people yes. uh, as part of the next seven? We like to give our top fours at the end of each week. Can you get your top four? Do I start at the bottom or start at the top? Joey, just get your top four. Top four. Number one, I'm going with the undefeated team here, Ohio State. They was last year champs. So, hey, they ain't got beach yet, so I'm keeping them at number one. Number two, I'm going with the Clemson Tigers walking down the hill. So, they my number two team. Number three, I'm going to shock you here. I'm going to stick Oklahoma State in there. Pac-12 lost out their chances. Stanford was probably the best team, but putting Oklahoma State in. And number four, I'm going to make the people mad here in the Alabama area. But number four is the Alabama Crimson Tide, the Nick Satans. Number one was Ohio State, the Buckeyes. Number two was the Clemson Tigers. <laughs> number three was Oklahoma State, the Cowboys. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm and number I'm, yeah, I'm 40. And number four is the road ties. Who you got, Coach? All right, my top four this week uh, after this week's games. Uh, in the fourth spot, I'm going to go with uh, big game Bob Stoops. Uh, he done had two good games here lately. They looking real strong right now. Uh, at number three, Dabo and the Nene. I'm going with the Clemson Tigers as my number three team in America. Uh, and my top two are unchanged. Number two. I'm going to go with uh, Urban Meyer and the Ohio State Buckeyes. And number one, rolling in at number one, is Nick Saban and the Tide. Coach, you're going you gonna to continue to put Nick Saban at number one. I just think they are the best team that I have based on right now today. I think they're they playing good enough to beat everybody. Number four, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. And what they are doing week in and week out is outstanding. Being able to replace guys. Uh, continually someone is getting hurt, but they are able to replace replace those guys uh, with other guys and uh, continue to win. They're going to be my number four team. Uh, to Gus Malzone, maybe you should watch and pay attention to the outstanding job of player development that's happening at Notre Dame High School, uh, Notre Dame University, uh, something that we are lacking, player development. The number three team, Clemson. Uh, I'm, I, I called it last week. I'm going to continue to say it weekly. Uh, Clemson better watch out for North Carolina Tar Heels. It ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. My number two team, Alabama Crimson Tide. No way in the world 
that I would put Alabama ahead of Ohio State, who was my number one team. Ohio State continues to uh, to win with JT Barrett and, and defeat the odds. Uh, that is my number one team, uh, and that's my top four. I got a quick question, a, a, a topic or so. Let's talk about the top four a little bit. Uh, you got Clemson. Tight, if I go off your scenario, say everything works out, North Carolina, Clemson meet up in the ACC championship. Say North Carolina beats Clemson. Does that put Clemson in, or do they stay out and say Notre Dame continues to win? Clemson so is out. The, if they lose the ACC championship, they're out. Uh, as a prerequisite, you have to be the ACC champion. Uh, you have to be a, a champion of your division to make it. Because that is, uh, Joey, that is a rule. That is a But I'm saying my rule. No, no. I'm not saying the rule. I'm saying so Notre Dame right now is hanging their hat on, like, the best loss. So say North Carolina beats they Notre Dame's best loss. Does mm. North Carolina jump, jump Notre Dame? Or does Notre Dame get in and North Carolina sits on the outside looking in? Notre Dame is in. Notre Dame so you is put in no, because you put Notre Dame in and leave North Carolina out. Yes, because Notre Dame is uh, has better has better victories than North Carolina, and Notre Dame uh, has improved since that that lost. But they beat the team that Notre Dame couldn't beat. Yes, but they've improved. That was weeks ago, Joe. I'm looking at the the development. They Notre Dame was playing a a a first year quarterback in his first big time game. They looked impressive, but they unfortunately lost the game. So, uh, yes, I I gotta agree. I think um, I think Notre Dame would get the nod over North Carolina, and you know it's just like I I told somebody this weekend. I I may be wrong, but I really don't think the committee gonna look at all that. I really don't think the committee is gonna look at the who beat who and all that kind of stuff. I think when it comes down to it, when 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 the end of the season gets here and all the games have been played, at that point in time, it's purely body of work. I, I don't think it's gonna really matter if one team beat another team, but then they lost to somebody else. I think it's gonna be the whole body of work right now. Every week is based off of potential. Based on what you done did, you could potentially be in this Final Four. Once all the games played, it's all the chips are in the hat at that time, and you're going to find the best team you think the best four teams are, regardless of who they lost to at some point in time or any of that stuff. At USC. this point today, at this point today, Notre Dame has played three ranked teams, currently ranked teams, and lost to one. Today, North Carolina has played one ranked team, and that's currently ranked team, and that's Pittsburgh. I think when they come down, I mean, you look at North Carolina's schedule, they lost to South Carolina. They beat North Carolina A&T, Illinois, Delaware, Georgia Tech, Wake Forest, Virginia, Pittsburgh, Duke, and Miami. Now, those are not stellar wins at all. And see, the other thing that helps Notre Dame is Notre Dame is the only team in the country that plays all FBS schools. Notre Dame never plays down uh, uh, down a level when it comes to football games. They beat be, Navy, USC. They will have beaten Stanford 
assuming we we stick with this anal with this analysis and this um example, um they would have played against t- Pittsburgh. They just beat Pittsburgh, the same team that North Carolina played. They they strength the schedule and 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 their quality opponents is way more is way more challenging than North Carolina. You got to also look at North Carolina would have beat Clemson in a neutral field. So then the question becomes, then the question becomes, if Notre Dame and Clemson played in a neutral field, would Notre Dame have won that game? Go ahead, Joe. What you? I mean that 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 is that is an if that is yeah a big if, but usually during the regular season you don't do that. Yeah, this is the I believe Coastal versus the Atlantic playing each other for the championship game at a neutral field, but I still go with North Carolina. I was gonna say though, Coach. I'm looking now at Notre Dame's schedule. They play Wake Forest too now, and they play UMass. And I got to oh, yeah. throw out there. I got to throw out there. I know what is it? Uh, LBS versus UMass LCS. They played, don't play UMass down. Is but good. Notre Dame played Virginia, and Virginia just woo. no. They played no, Joe. They played ACC schools. You got to realize that Notre true, Dame last true. year. Notre Dame agreed that they would play football games. Um, closely tied to to the to the ACC, they did that with Florida State last year. Uh, should have won, should have beat Florida State and Jameis Winston last year, but uh, uh, because of the, the the last play, they didn't get the victory. So they're playing a ACC schedule. Um, unfortunately, those ACC teams are not that great. But North Carolina played the same team, and uh, you know. I- like I said, you know, all things being said equal, both teams end up at the end of the season with one loss. I think what the committee going to do is they're going to sit down, they're going to look at strength of the schedule, and if they do that, I think playing North Carolina A&T in Delaware will, will be the detriment to North Carolina. I mean, you bring up some good points. You bring up good points, Joey, but I think, I think that just because North Carolina will have one quality win – and that quality win does happen to be over the team that that Notre Dame lost to. I think, given the scenario and given the competitive uh, the competitive way that Notre Dame played in that game, um, I don't think that a two point loss on the road during hurricane like weather should be that much of a of a of a disappointment or Notre Dame should take that much of a a hit. Interesting so, point. Hey, We're going to find out. We're going to find out. Coach, as we step into the picks for the week, I would like to acknowledge and make a point out. I don't know when the last time you checked the website, uh, but you did decide that you wanted to call me out last week uh, because there was an error on I was my part. trying to get through the mail, man. There was an error on my part <laughs> in which I forgot uh, or I made a mistake and I didn't add in the the losses uh by you guys uh by of me i have made that correction uh i i do have a win of 37 and 17 coach you have a 38 and 16 victory which means you have a one point lead over me a lot of that is due to the results of last week uh where you had an outstanding record and i went to i only won two games out of six so I like to give you credit and acknowledge that the website has been updated. 
uh, Joey. We added you to the website. You do have four victories uh, with one loss, and you will be able to add to your list of losses and victories this week as well. Uh, With that being said, last week, uh, Coach, you took Auburn. I took Auburn. We both lost. Y'all was catfished. Uh, Arkansas. Coach, you took Arkansas last week. I took LSU. I lost. You took Memphis last week. I took the University of Houston. You lost. So right now, we had the same number of victories. Uh, We both took Bama. Coach, you took UK last week. I took Vanderbilt. Who you think won that one, Coach? I don't know. Remind me. I won. (laughs) We both took Stanford. We both lost. So, Coach, that gave me – Three wins this week. That gives you two wins this week. You know what that mean, Coach? No, hook, hook me up. We got the same record. Amen. Going into week 11, Coach, we got the same. Are you going to talk a lot of noise where you bullying me this week and push me into a corner? No, you know, I just let my pick stand for what they are. Well, I tried to do that, too. I was bullied. I was pushed into a corner. I had to fight back. But guess what, Coach? This week, I'm sitting on fleek. I hear you, my boy. So, to everyone that wants to decide to fast forward through the rest of the show to hear the picks that are made this week, we welcome you to do that. Uh, We do know people like to fast forward through the show because they like to hear the picks because it gives them a competitive advantage. Unfortunately, I'm not sure how much of an advantage it gives them. Mississippi State, Arkansas. Who you got? I got uh, I'm rolling with Arkansas again, man. I think Britt Bielema is on the roll right now, so I'm gonna ride with him till he fall off. Coach, you got to you got to acknowledge you got to acknowledge who who you got to acknowledge who that is, Brett Bielema, because we started dropping names, and I was informed that listeners don't know who these names are at times. Who is Brett Bielema? Brett Bielema is the head coach. Of the Arkansas Razorbacks. Joey, who you got? I got do it again, coach. Woo pig sweet. There we go. I'm going with the Razorbacks. They won the last three years against Mississippi State, so I'm going with the Arkansas Razorbacks. I'm going with Arkansas. LSU versus Ole Miss. Who you got? Uh, I'm gonna roll with LSU, man. Uh, I think this week they'll get back on track. Uh, Leonard Fournette uh, has has uh, he's playing a less stellar defense, so I think he'll get off a little bit. Um, uh, I'm going with LSU. Tough game. Who you got, Joey? I'm going with Ole Miss, but coach, I disagree with the point you're saying he's playing a less stellar defense. Ole Miss rushing defense averaged at least what 125 yards a game. So Leonard Fournette coming off with 91 yards and 31 yards. So. I, I think if, if Ole Miss defense is healthy, uh, I'm going with the uh, hotty toddy. Hotty toddy. Black bales. I know the Ole Miss folks going to get mad at me, but I'm going with the hotty toddy. Gosh almighty. How many yards did, yard did Dan Henry? A big, that's a good pick, though. I just feel like LSU going to upset. How, how many yards did Dan Henry run against Ole Miss? I, 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 don't, I don't know that one off the bat. That's a, I mean, that's I a good question, homeboy. Uh, I'm going to go with LSU. 
uh, I debated, but when I thought about uh, LSU, well, give me Ole Miss. I'm going Ole Miss. You sure you want to do that? Well, you told me I was catfish, so because I was catfish and I was at it, Joe, I'm on the disappointment for this week. Um, so because of that, I'm going to go Ole Miss. Hey, uh, Derrick Henry had 23 carries for 127 yards. Ooh, against oh, Ole Miss. Wow. Well, that, that may make me change my pick. Uh... I, now, I just said they give up a, they give up 125 yards a game now. But that's, that's pretty oh, high. He hit that, right on that. High. Yeah, he hit right on that area. Give me, give me LSU. Give me LSU. I'm going to go with LSU. I'm changing to LSU. You can't be jumping back and forth. Coach just said you can't straddle the fence. I'm going LSU. Give me uh, who you got, Michigan State, Ohio State. Buckeyes. Enough said. Buckeyes. Call Chris Carter called me and told me. Chris <laughs> <laughs> Carter called me and told me. Yeah, Chris Carter called me and told me. Him and, him and Urban sat down with JT and, uh, you know, they got him straight and talked to him about his conduct off the field. Chris Carter is going to mentor him. And telling the right things to do. So I got full confidence in Chris Carter and uh, Urban Miles. I'm going with the Buckeyes. Who you got? Who you got, Joe? I'm going with the Buckeyes B. I'm saying three touchdowns. I think last year was pretty ugly. So I'm going three touchdowns. Uh, key thing you got to remember, though, is Connor Cook going to be healthy for Michigan State. I'm going with I'm, the Buckeyes. I'm going with the Buckeyes, too. I think that. If the game was played at Michigan State, I would. It I would, still wouldn't matter. It would make a difference. Nah, they beat them pretty bad last year, Tyke. At Michigan State. I mean, they beat them bad. I understand, but I would, again, if, it, if they were played, I would give consideration to the green, but I'm going to go with the Buckeyes. TCU, I'm not even going to say that. TCU versus Oklahoma. We should need brain Which is Bob Stoops. The head coach of the Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, I'm going with Oklahoma Sooners and Connor Mayfield, uh, who 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 shows a lot of swag during the game. Yes, like sir. The running, yes, sir. Like to run his mouth a little bit. I like uh, that, coach. I like that. Uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm roll with Oklahoma Sooners. Who you got? Who you got, uh, Joe? I don't know the champ, but I'm saying Sooner Boomer. Going with the Sooners. I'm going with the Sooners. With Boykin being hurt, they don't even have a chance. Give me the Sooners. Do we know if he's going to play? I don't know. We recording the day after the game, so we have no information on that. UCLA versus Utah. Going with Utah. The bounce back this week. Utah. Kyle Willingham, who was the coach of the of Utah Utes. I'm going with Utah. Willingham. Who you got? Whew, that's a tough one because both of them got to bounce back off some unimpressive losses. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to go with the with the Utes. I'm going to go with the Utes uh, playing at home. I think you get a heavy dose of that uh, number 23. I don't know his name, but the running back lead number 23. Book. Booker, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you would get a heavy dose of Booker and and then good Utah defense. They score points a lot. Defense score points points a lot. So I'm, I'm going with the Utes. 
Agreed. Uh, I'm going with Utah. Enough said. Last game, Michigan versus Penn State. Who you got? Michigan. Penn State is irrelevant. <laughs> Come on, Coach. They got Franklin there. Franklin, uh, he the man. He, 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 he ain't got a guy in there yet. Nah, he irrelevant. ain't got he, he, He's irrelevant. I agree. He's irrelevant. Who you got? I'm, I'm going with the Wolverines. Uh, Harbor Hall seems to pull out all these close games this year. So, hey. I'm going to stay on the bandwagon. Michigan, Wolverines. I'm going with the Wolverines as well. Michigan win. Uh, I agree. Penn State is irrelevant. Coach, that concludes, Joe, that concludes our picks for the week. Uh, any lasting words, uh, Joe, that you'd like to add to the show? Uh, I'm enjoying being on the show. Hopefully, uh, I can uh, get back on now that coach and uh, Auburn High. Uh, coach, was you on the disappointment this week? <laughs> I was not. <laughs> you may ask. Like, uh, I, well, I ain't do the disappointment because I ain't going to put it out there. I just know we didn't get a, a picture of the scoreboard this week. So, But uh, if, since Coach Auburn, well, maybe I can. <laughs> if I make it to a game this Friday, I'll send a picture. Nah, I'm right, right. to get to one this Friday night. Nah, I'm just enjoying being on the show. Uh, so I'm having a good time with y'all guys. Coach, anything you want to leave us with? Yeah, man, I want you to tell me how your challenge going, my boy. Well, I, I've been on the challenge. Uh, it's going well, taking a lot of vitamins. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I haven't gotten on the scale yet, um, so... So we'll see how, how things go. I give be able to. I'm. I probably get on that scale next weekend to see how much weight I've 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 lost. But I definitely have have slimmed down a little bit and and feel and feel and uh, feel a lot better. All right, advocate, advocate. Uh, we got what you need. Uh, like I said, I, I coach the spark. The spark works, coach. Oh, that's, oh hey, you know I, I first told you. I told you it was legit, but. I'm not a salesman. The only thing I do, I give it to you. You try it out. You like it. You like it. You don't. You don't. But it's legit. That's my eight-hour energy. Uh, get me through the games on, you know, Friday nights, uh, especially from working all day and then having to transition right into a game. Uh, it, it, it makes for a long day. And sometimes I hit that spark, you know, around pregame time, and it get me through the rest of the night. So uh, we got, like I said, we got everything you need for whatever you're trying to do. Um, so we we be your champions, baby. Look out for the bowl games. We'll have them this year. Shout out, shout out to Avocar and everything they're doing, uh, Coach. I would definitely be able to give you a, an update from a weight perspective, but I've definitely slimmed down uh, with the 24 day challenge. Been eating healthy, feel great, getting stronger. Been in that weight room, Coach. Uh, back to throwing up 235 multiple times. Okay. Uh, I put that I put that iron on there today, Coach. Okay. Throwing it up multiple times. Okay. So so that 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 that's what hard work do for you. Uh, congratulations to you, my brother. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is D1 Sports Talk. We do it like none other. Uh, you got other shows taking our trying to take our thunder. Uh, we will not allow that. Uh, we speak what we believe and what we see. 
we tell you what we see with our eyes, not with no, not with what we heard, but what we saw. And because we will continue to do that. Uh, this is D1 Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, I am tight. We got our main man, Joe, with us. And we also got Coach. You can always find us at D1 Sports Talk Podcast.blogspot.com. You can email us at D1 Sports Talk at gmail.com. And always follow us on the IG. And I got one hint for the people that like to listen to us. The best part of waking up is D1 Sports Talk. Shout out to the bros. Happy Founders Day on the day we released this show. Happy Founders Day to the bros, to the Qs, to the Omegas. And hey, Joey. Qs. Yeah. Hey, Q, Q. Hey, Joe. Yeah. And I got one last thing. What's that? If a bully put you in the corner, hit him in the mouth. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we out here. And I'm headed out west, sucker. Cowboy baby, with a top left back and the sunshine shining. Cowboy baby, West Coast chilling with the moon's I'm gonna be a cowboy baby, riding at night 'cause I sleep all day. Cowboy baby, I can smell the beat from a mile away. I bet you'll hear my whistle blow. Train rolls in, it goes...